Welcome everyone to episode 16 of Chewing the Fat with Michael Melford and Matthew Grimshaw. And today, Mike, we are doing it for the gram. If you know what that means, do you ever do it for the gram? We all do it for the gram, don't we? Surely. Yeah, it's all about likes. That's why we're in this game. 100%. <laughs> now, this is a topic that come up. Uh, it was quite hot on social media this week as well. Um, Jim Shark posted advertising some new sportswear and the model in the picture had her tummy hanging out, which was met by quite a few negative comments, Mike. Did you see it? Yes, Matt, I did see that. And it's just horrible to see that some people still feel the need to just hate on people. Yeah. I mean, you'd never go up to someone in the street and say some of these comments. I mean, I've got some of these comments here. These are the comments on the post. The only gains she gets are calories. Don't normalize a diabetic body. And the third one, which is probably the worst, you should change your name to Jim Whale. I say there's so many different keyboard warriors out there right now. I mean, it's just people are just so brave, get behind their phone or keyboard. And it's just really nice to see in this, in this day and age. And that's the thing with social media as well. Like you said, everyone's hidden behind a keyboard or a phone. And it, it kind of allows anyone to say absolutely anything. And they would dare say that in real life. And that's the problem, yeah. I mean, social media, I mean, it's, don't get me wrong, it's got its fantastically good positive parts about it, you know, being able to promote business and promote positivity, but then it's got the flip side, dark side of social media and the fact that it can create this platform for people just to be nasty. Have you never trolled anyone? Never trolled them. Have you ever been (laughs) trolled as well? You know what, Matt? Good question. I've had a few people question some of the stuff I put up, which I find really good, actually. I really like it when people come up with a, an alternative opinion or they, they ask you to explain further. I think that's fantastic. And I think as a professional, you, you should expect that. But I've never had someone go out of their way to yeah, be horrible. But, yeah. but how about yourself? Yeah, I mean, sometimes, like I say, if it's, um, if it's someone challenge you, challenging you on something you've said, I think it's quite a good thing as well. As long as it isn't just purely subjective and there is some sort of evidence behind it then you know it's, it's quite interesting if it's just an article or someone's opinion maybe not so because you know people people are gonna I've, I've had some like sort of comments on my bits as well remember i've done a video on slimming world and literally i got attacked by about must be 70 70 percent of slimming world members attacked me but it was really good engagement for my post at the end of the day it's important to try to educate as best we can, really. No, so when you look at these companies as well, like Gymshark, it's actually very, very smart what they're doing. And a lot of companies doing it, using a lot of plus-size models for their products. Because essentially, that is going to be a, a bigger marketplace than your fitness model, you know, your 0.3% of the fitness population. So mm. th- these companies are, are very smart in doing so, of using plus-size models, because it's going to appeal to the masses welcome to chewing the facts with melf and grimmy two pts talking about life inside and outside of the fitness industry Definitely. And going on what you said about that, that very small percentage of 
fitness models and you're, you're right and the problem is that there's a, a comparing culture we have nowadays and just a bit of research i did on this and a lady called uh, jasmine Farduli, who's a pardon made up name again mike every week well i'll create my own generator on fake names <laughs> <laughs> I bet you used a, to do them, Mike. I bet you used to do them prank calls when you're a kid. Oh, what the soundboards? Like, like, oh, like, yeah. like, was it like is is Wayne King there? Can you call Wayne, out for Wayne right. King? Carry on, oh, mate. Sorry. So, Jasmine Faduli, she's a postdoctoral researcher at Macquarie University in Sydney, right, Australia, and she's did a, a research on people compare their appearance to Instagram images or whatever platform they're on. And she said in a survey of 227 female university students, women reported that they tend to compare their own appearance negatively with their peer group and celebrities, but not with family members whilst on Facebook. And the comparison group that had the strongest link to body image concerns were distant peers or acquaintances. And that's just quite interesting, isn't it? How it's that we negatively compare ourselves to what we see online, isn't it? Yeah, I think especially, I mean, we, we've had a generation, especially you, but you, you had probably a generation before electric was invented, but oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. We, we've come from a generation where social media is coming to our lives relatively quite late, mm. maybe twenties it come in, yeah. where this whole generation, I, I did a discussion, isn't generation Z, what's the next generation after that? Do you know? Oof, is it, we're millennials. Think. There's Generation Z. I don't know what the next one is, but anyway, that these people, that you know, these kids are essentially growing up with social media and mm. that almost that constant comparison. Where we grew up, where you wouldn't know what else is going on in the world unless you read like a newspaper, exactly. and you certainly couldn't scroll through a newspaper looking at people with six packs and big booties and shit, could you? I think I went for a phase of a couple of years ago, just going through just memes all day, just wasting time looking at memes. Because <laughs> it's just like, in the end, I had to stop following them because like you just waste so much time. But I mean, I know, I know, you spend like ten minutes just laughing your head off to yourself, like no one's around. Then you think, how am I finding this funny? But you do. But but then on the serious side of things, people like just spend time just comparing themselves to fitness models, thinking, oh, this guy or this girl. And they can spend up to 30, 40 minutes just feeling rubbish about yourself, can't you? Yeah. And I, I think as well, like it, it can make you feel quite negative. I mean, I, I've done it before in the past as well. You know, you look at how other people are doing, maybe your, your age and you see how much of a success they perceive on Instagram or mm. Facebook as well. It, it makes you almost question yourself a little bit. Yeah. I mean, uh, Amy Slater, who's a professor at the University of West England, published a study in 2017 in which 160 female un undergraduates viewed either hashtag Fitzpro, self-compassion quotes, or mix or both. And basically they're all sourced from like real accounts on Instagram. And those people who only viewed hashtag Fitzpro scored lower on the self-compassion, but those who viewed the compassionate quotes, like for example, you're just perfect the way you are, like, you know, or be nice to themselves, they generally felt better about their own sort of bodies and kind of takes me on to the next point in that fact that it seems like everyone has to judge you on your body type. Well, you know, he's got a six pack, so, you know, he clearly is going to be a driven like person or, well, you know, she's overweight then or clearly she doesn't care about herself. She's not rather than actually looking at the bigger picture. I think we get often caught up in that whole yeah judgment culture. 
Yeah, and I think it's very, obviously, it's very, very superficial, isn't it? Instagram, especially, as being the, probably the biggest platform at the moment. But I think it's bizarre how we maybe celebrate someone with a six-pack or a size six who possibly maybe have disordered eating or an, or an eating disorder, and we mm-hmm. almost celebrate that. But then as soon as there's a plus-size model, then a lot of people are very quick to shame. Which in exactly. the opposite ends of the spectrum, mm. they're both, maybe not in every case, but they're both some form of disordered eating or eating disorder. But it's very bizarre how we celebrate one and we shame the other. Not me personally, yeah. but we've, we've come this culture where we have to always idolize someone. Yeah. And I think that's, that's a really, really big problem. We're trying to almost mimic other people. Like I remember when I started releasing social media content as a, as a PT, probably about four or five years ago and I almost would watch other PTs and sort of see what they done. And I was like, Oh, they're doing really well. And I will mimic them almost like idolize them a little bit. Um, I think we do the same when we're scrolling through um, our feed, we're looking at what other people are doing all the time and we should be doing that. Actually, I've got a question for you. Go on. So what's your take on selfies, Matt? Are you a selfie person? No, I'm not, I'm not a massive fan of selfie. Like, mm. as bizarre as what people may think, I really, really fucking hate filming myself. Yeah. Especially for Insta stories. I know it's something I kind of have to do and I'll think of the bigger picture, but I, I, I don't kind of, I, I don't like to think myself as like a narcissist. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Like I say, on, on regards to the whole psych, the psychology of, how, I'm only like well, a couple of years older than you, is that right? Mm, maybe about five or six about but five. <laughs> we'll say a couple for now yeah, let's say a couple for now um so for me having to this selfie culture is complete alien whereas to the the modern yeah uh, say that the modern teen it's like oh it's standard and you know that, that research has found that spending a lot of time perfecting selfies can be a sign of someone struggling with a body dissatisfaction i mean what's your take on that yeah, 100% as well. You know, like when someone takes like 64 selfies just for the right one and then puts it in like a slim and skinny app and then mm. airbrushes it, then puts a filter on it as well. Um, there's, there's, there's big problems there as well if we're in that sort of, if we're in that sort of culture. Do you feel that even after all the filters and, you know, the retouching up, do you, do you believe that still makes them feel better about themselves? I think it might be that almost that, feeling of gratification from likes mm. um i guarantee some people would put up a picture and then they don't get the response they want and they don't get a like so i think a lot of it's down to attention even like this culture at the moment of people getting their stomachs out and whatever it mm. is it's just the same as getting your, your tits or your abs out it, mm. it's almost for for almost attention um yeah. so i think people I'll just do it for almost that instant grat- gratification of like likes. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I've got a funny story for you. Um, I was on a course at, I won't say a named uh, location, but I was on a course and during the lunchtime interval, I was doing some squats in the, the, the rack and obviously there's a, a mirror right in front of me in a space to the right where people can come in and, and stretch. But so like mid squat, my third rep of, of six and this guy don't get me wrong great shape walks up to the mirror bearing in mind he's on a pt course yeah mm. 
I'm just like minding my own business squatting. And he did literally pulls his vest up and starts taking a picture of his abs whilst I'm squatting. I'm thinking, initially, all his mates were standing going, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm thinking, is this for real? Or am I just missing something here? If people are doing bodybuilding, posing and that, you know, I get that because that's part of the whole show. But this was just a general sort of walk in, mm. take a picture and walk out. And that was it. Yeah, uh, it's crazy, isn't it? I mean, that's what, unfortunately, a lot of people's perception of what fitness is now is this narcissistic culture of even, like, going to the gym, looking good, not even really training very hard or even really training, like, spending a lot of time taking selfies or, you know, mm. getting or putting together the, the, the right gym outfit or tagging yourself in the gym to say you went to the gym because it is on trend. A lot of people who aren't into fitness will think this is fitness when we know for well it isn't. That kind of brings me on to the yeah. next subject as well, is, you know, do you believe fitness is for everyone, no matter what shape, size, whatever it may be? Yeah, I think we've got our own definition of fitness i think it can be quite a broad term you can look at it as being the condition of being physically strong and healthy it could be something to do with relating to activities to keep you healthy and strong it could be down to mental fitness mm. you know just are you fit to do that purpose you know so are you i could be fit to lift a 20 kilo bub above my head but i may not be fit enough to walk up the hill so sometimes we have to be specific, I believe, to, to whatever our, our task is. Mm. I don't know what yeah. your thoughts are. Yeah, I think that's the thing. With every single person, the definition of fitness is completely different. Yeah. And that's why, we, you know, there's this whole, obviously, this post going up as well. A lot of people were giving it a lot of negative uh, comments because they're, they're pushing their view of what fitness should be, you know, on, the, on, on this girl posing you know this plus size mm. model and every single person has a different definition of fitness whether that is like you say be able to walk up a flight of stairs without getting out of breath putting 100 kilos above their head in a cleaning jerk be able to run a marathon yeah um, just stay injury free just be healthy mindset all these are forms of fitness and exercise and essentially that is what we are doing it for it, it may come across that we're preaching to you and we're saying we're perfect but far from it i mean just an example of myself, when um, I used to be my first CrossFit comp, major one, I did a post on it a while back and I got really lean from it, thinking that was the aim to get as lean as possible. Um, but I wasn't fit for purpose. So mm. for me to get to that ripped six pack image that I felt was right, I had to go put my body through a hell of a lot of stress and it resulted in me only being able to perform half a day to my level that I wanted. And the second half of my my comp of the day i actually just just had no energy whatsoever because i wasn't fit for purpose whereas learning from that mistake i wasn't as lean going into other comps but then i performed better because i was fit for purpose i think my natural body type isn't naturally really really lean so i have to me to get to that point i have to go through a lot of stress but that's not going to be the best thing for performance related so i may look i may have looked good but i may i was looking good failing essentially <laughs> yeah and that was a that was a really good post as well mate that was a quality post yeah i mean what about yourself have you kind of experienced this issue before yeah and i think as well i think first of all as well when, when people 
get into fitness, we've got to break this cycle of like, you know, when people get into fitness, the amount of times I've seen people at the commercial gym we used to work at, they do like six months in the gym and then they want to do like a bodybuilding show because they believe that is like the ultimate level of fitness when mm. it fucking isn't. Mm. Like, <laughs> it, is, it is just down to just very, very extreme levels of fitness as well. And you go in every, any form of um, fitness, however that may be, like running a marathon, doing a bodybuilding show. These are all very extreme uh, extreme examples of fitness and not everybody should strive towards those i mean you've done a fair bit of bodybuilding training yourself do you want to yeah. kind of go go on a bit more about that yeah i mean literally i remember when i was attempting to do a bodybuilding show and i'll be honest with you i had a coach at the time who gave me who told me to take a lot of steroids and it did make me very 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 sick very very ill um you know, I was getting a lot of like problems with like acid reflux, getting problems with my breathing, things like that. Um, and then it kind of made me realize like, it's just not worth it. The way up is not worth it. Putting yourself through that much um, damage, even like damage with relationship with food, damage to relationships along the way. Um, and yeah, it kind of made me realize that going that extreme level of fitness is just not for me. And if people listen to this can relate to a similar situation whereby they've got a not so good relationship with say fitness or, or food, how did you then look to, to heal that relationship that you had? I think it took me quite, quite a while. I think for, for me, a big, a big part of it was probably changing my um, motivation and goal more towards being fitter and healthier rather than just aesthetically looking good. And I think as soon as I sort of flipped over to that side a bit more, I became a lot more comfortable in my own skin that I didn't need to be absolutely jacked all the time. But it's weird because when, when, when you are bigger, like more muscular, like in, in my early 20s, people know you as, and identify you as the big guy. And then when you are not the big guy anymore, you'll get people go, oh, you've lost a bit of size. And automatically, you, you know, you laugh it off in your head. But in the back of your head, you're like crying. Yeah, and it's just that emotional relationship that you have with it. And I guess then comes the 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 need to then right. Okay, well, if everyone sees me as this, and I need to get back to doing that. You yeah. feel that yeah. pressure almost. Yeah, and it's just like the, just just relaying it over to social media is always almost finding that pressure. Um, to be a certain way all, all the time when, you know, we're talking a very small percentage of people are at that elite level and we're comparing ourselves to people that are at elite levels. I'm not saying you shouldn't look at that, those images or you shouldn't look at those videos. I mean, I, I've, got, I've got people who I follow on Instagram who I just admire doing Olympic lifting, but I know full well that there's no way that I could ever get to that level, but I just ad admire them for their, their athletic performance and, I don't think, oh, well, you know, you know, this 60 kilo female can snatch a lot more than me. I don't think, oh, you know, I'm not a man. But no, I mean, you've got to admire them. Actually, this is, it's an incredible feat of human physical yeah. ability, you think, you know. But there's a lot of things that, that I can do that you can do, Matt, and vice versa. You know, I think, and I say to all my clients, there's the things that they can do that I can't do and vice versa, you know. Yeah. It's important to you know, focus on your own individual goals and, and there'll always be someone better. And always, I think, always. It, even at the top, you know, Usain Bolt, 
in the end, he lost. You know, he everyone looked at him as like the god of sprinting, and you know, he is, you know, for me, the best sprinter of all time. But eventually, he got beaten, and then people think, well, that's it, let's write him off now. And I think it's just the way we live. As soon as someone loses, well, that's it. You know, yeah. it can't be that good now. Rather than actually, it's just someone around who's actually done worked hard just to beat them. Yeah, I mean, thing is, this is, goes back to this whole thing about comparison within the fitness industry, whether that's competing against people in your in your own gym or box or um, competing on stage, whatever. I mean, we've got to remember, it is just, a, okay, for, for some people it's a hobby and a bit of a lifestyle, but there are more things in life than, than just yeah. winning competitions and stuff. Yeah, and you know what, Matt? That's taking us perfectly onto our final bit of today. And now something I was going to to ask you. For people generally who are classes, say, overweight and still have a certain amount of technically hashtag-like fitness, is that possible? Yeah, of course, 100%. Um, I've, I've, I've worked with people in, in, in the past before who maybe have a BMI higher than average and they can run a sub-three-hour marathon, no problem. Yeah. Yeah, and that's actually a really good point. They did a another study on, say, two groups of of guys who are the same body mass, and they got them to do a lot of different physical tests like BMI and VO2 max tests, which basically is like your maximal oxygen uptake during intense exercise. And they the two groups had one group, both groups the same body mass, but one group had a higher lean mass than the other group. And the actual VO2 uh, max results were pretty much the same. So the, even though the body mass was the same, the guys who had the leaner mass roughly had the same the same results as the the guys who weren't as 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 lean. So sometimes it doesn't necessarily mean like go back to the point. You don't have to look a certain way to then to be able to perform well. Oh, one hundred percent, and vice versa. You you've got some people who are tiny. And the most unhealthy people you'll ever, ever meet have the most visceral fat, even though visceral fat being internal fat rather than um, like quite visible fat on your body, have, you know, smoke 20 fags a day, have like, you know, multiple takeaways a day. Um, and actually, they might look quite healthy on the outside, but they're not very healthy on the inside. But I think the, the temptation now is for everyone listening to think, okay, well, Mike just said, you know, it doesn't matter if I'm lean or not. I can have a higher body fat percentage and still exercise and, and smash marathons. But we're not saying that. Obviously, we're all going to encourage our clients to be as healthy as possible and try to have, yeah, a healthy body fat levels. And with increased body fat levels, there is that ever ever increase of yeah. heart disease and, you know, cardiovascular stuff. So, you know, if we're thinking about cardiovascular fitness, being having more body fat does place you in a greater risk there are facts relating to health benefits of reducing your body fat levels if you do fall under a certain category yeah and i agree with you as well like i said if you've got unhealthy body fat levels i mean your health markers will improve as you lose um actual body fat so we've always got to bear that with a little pinch of salt as well um but yeah it's been a very interesting subject and mike finally what what advice would you give to people who are being quite influenced by social media, who are feeling quite negative about themselves, about scrolling through their feeds, looking at other people? What would your sort of bit of advice be to them? I think we can both give a, a good bit of advice here from different approaches, different uh, speech mark eras. 
and uh, we, we both have <laughs> different current lifestyles. I mean, for me, I think if people follow me, they know I, I take regular social media breaks. I might have a, a couple of days of posting, then you probably won't see or hear me for, for a little bit. But, you know, and I used to have really bad anxiety about that, like pressure and that, oh no, you know, I've not updated my story in two days. People are going to think, oh, this, that. But ultimately, I think, you know, I'm, sometimes I just prioritize what's important to me. And I think sometimes if I felt that, that pressure was getting to me, having to post and having to update my story, just take a step step away, plan in a break. You know, don't feel you have to do that. It's important to have time off, you know, put the phone down or or just specify certain times that you are on your phone. You know, I'm very conscious of, of being on my phone around the kids a lot. You know, I don't want the kids to associate daddy with always being on his phone. So and one thing I've done over the last sort of month is to be more conscious of if I'm going to be spending lots of time on my phone, I'll do it in a separate room and I'm not with the kids. And mm. I think that's something that I've, I've had to work on quite a lot. If you want to have a break from social media, that's cool. Like I did with my, you know, my issue with my memes, <laughs> going back to that. I just, <laughs> By I, the way, have you got best meme? I think I had, it was Barry's banter brush. That was the one that got me. Barry's banter brush. That was, it was so funny. I tell you, literally, oh. I would, no word of a lie, I would, I would sit there, I'd be like, right, just, just two minutes. Ten minutes later, I'm still laughing to myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, so in the end, I literally had to unfollow those accounts and that solved the issue. And I'm not being funny, but sometimes just unfollowing a, a certain person, just maybe just resolving your problem of, you know, feeling that, that pressure that you have to compare yourself. I don't know what your thoughts are on it, on it Matt. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I, th I think as well, like any account that makes you feel quite negative, unfollow. You know, you don't necessarily have to come off social media because I know like it's a well and good game. Oh, just come completely off social media. But if you're in the generation after millennials, which we'll have a discussion about because I forgot what it, what it is, um, that it is, it's, you, you can't just delete Instagram or Facebook or whatever because um, there's a lot of social pressure to be on there and have it as well. So, you know, unfollow any accounts that make you feel negative in any shape or form. Um, I've put an Instagram timer on my phone so it'll tell me when I've used Instagram for an hour a day. Oh, I like that. That's a good yeah. idea, that is. Yeah, because, you know, otherwise I'll get to sort of, I use Instagram for quite a lot of work. So I really try and focus on creating content rather than just constantly consuming content scrolling 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 so it sort of flags up every hour yeah. and not every hour when i've done an hour on instagram you spend an hour on instagram and i'll go right fucking sort it out grimshaw you've been on here too long today that's enough and as you said have have time when your phone's in a different room when you know your phone's away it's on silent it's off and actually enjoy spending time on I enjoy spending time with the missus and, and, and the family and I'm, yeah. sure, I'm sure you do as well because otherwise you're constantly constantly absorbed by your phone notifications flashing up all the time and even I have a problem with my uh, iWatch as well I've take that off because as soon as it buzzes no whatever the first thing I do look down at it if it's, it's important people will ring you wouldn't they that's the thing yeah. um, oh by the way Matt it's uh, Generation Alpha is it? So, which includes anyone born after 2010. Wow. There you go. There wow. you go. Generation Alpha. Alpha. 2010, that's crazy, isn't it? I know. I said <laughs> someone in Virginia, what's your date of birth? They're like, I was born in 2001. I thought, fucking hell, I remember 2001. Like, it was just like. You know you're old when you can't remember back to 2001, can you? <laughs> it's tragic, isn't it? Oh, dear. Well, you know what, mate? It's been a, a rather great 
podcast today, a really enjoyable episode. So you have the honor today of taking us away. All right, everyone, just remember, fitness is for everyone. And don't be a prick. Don't just comment on people's pictures and be an absolute tosser. Mike? Stay safe, stay well.